The Dragon Rewrite is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know the armadillo pose is a uh, advanced yoga move uh, in which you start in downward dog, you begin arching your back, and then you dig down to the ground to eat grubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's refreshing. Yeah. For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to see some cool merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club. of time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there. Welcome to The Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I'm Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're covering the prologue of A Memory of Light, book 14 of The Wheel of Time. Jeez, are they? Holy shit. That is so many books. We got here. <laughs> yeah, we did it. We got here, guys. Yeah. I, I thought the, the world would be over. Like, nothing would last as long as I this. mean, the world has tried its best. <laughs> that is true. Coming out the other side of an apocalypse, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. Still reading this series. Yeah. yeah. Is anybody out there? Previously, Perrin meets up with Galad, and despite some solid progress in, in the de-shittification department, Galad cannot resist an opportunity to put a heretic on trial. Perrin, being Perrin, is like, well, I broke the law, so I guess I need to stand trial. Uh, <laughs> luckily, Morghese is playing both sides and nudges Galad into not killing one of the Tavaran necessary to save all of time and space. Uh, speaking of, Perrin spends a lot of time in the Wolf Dream, fighting Slayer and doing dream push-ups, getting dreams swole. <laughs> Unfortunately, Slayer kills... Sorry, Dream kills Hopper <laughs> before Perrin can boot him into a nightmare. And he if, double Dream kills him. Yeah, yeah. If you double Dream kill somebody that time, it really counts. Uh, actually, in this case, it actually does kill Hopper, preventing him from ever being reincarnated as a wolf. So it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. 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 But on the, on the bright side, Perrin does kick Slayer into a nightmare. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, he also channels his grief into a sweet-ass magic hammer. So I think it's a win-win, right? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, he takes his hammer for a test run on a Trolloc ambush, and then he makes a day trip to Camelin and negotiates the freedom of the two rivers. Not bad for a simple blacksmith. <laughs> uh, Egwene attempts to deal with mysterious murders in the White Tower while having her plans repeatedly foiled by her shitty Tracan boyfriend. <laughs> uh, she eventually sets a trap in the dream where Gawain can't get at it, despite his best efforts, and sure enough bags herself a Forsaken. But that Forsaken does not go down without a nasty fight. Perrin makes a fun cameo, unintentionally assisting with a dream spike drive-by. Sort of kind of assisting. Yeah. Well, he remember he shows up and blocks a balefire shot that would have killed somebody. He did. Yeah, he did that with his dream powers. But also, there was a whole plan that was going to go down, except Perrin sort of walks over there with the dream spike and screws everybody up. That's a good point. They don't know what's happening. It's like a double-edged sword thing, right? He's like, yeah. fuck them, fuck you kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, either way, Egwene uses the the fact that Masana is trapped and delivers a coup de grace, snapping Masana's mind with sheer force of will. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Uh, and I guess Gawain sort of redeemed himself by throwing himself repeatedly on a bunch of assassin eyes until they get bored and die. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his pro move. That's what he's good for. <laughs> we found it. Only thing he's good for. Uh, Matt meets up with Lane and negotiates the manufacture of Aludra's dragon artillery, changing the nature of warfare forever. Then he destroys an unkillable monster from the Age of Legends. Then he quests with Tom Marilyn and Jane Farstrider, yes, that Jane Farstrider, to another dimension where he rescues Moraine from eternal torment at the hands of interdimensional demons. You know, just 
normal guy stuff. This <laughs> right. is not definitely not a hero. Not hero stuff, because Matt's no hero. That is Matt is no hero. Uh, Rand, newly reborn as Randolph the Light, pops over to the White Tower with a big announcement. He's going to destroy the Dark One's prison to save the world. And uh, after dropping that bomb, he does a bit of traveling. Capital T traveling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he announced that to everybody, and they're like, that's that's great, great. How's the insanity coming along? <laughs> He's like, I don't feel insane at all, guys. <laughs> Shut up, Louis Theron. I'm great. Uh, so he travels around trying to fix all the broken crap in the world and unite every uh, kingdom. But, you know, shit's getting pretty grim at this point. Mm-hmm. Avienda goes back to the wastes for her final Wise One challenge and unlocks the bonus features on the Crystal Columns DVD. It's a curated look at the future of the Aiel and it does not look good. Basically, the Shan Shan are going to hunt the Aiel to ex- extinction, so uh, maybe they should get on fixing that or something. Uh, Elaine hurls herself into like a bunch of traps and danger like throughout, throughout the entire book, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think one of my favorites was she attempts a solo attack on a house full of Black Aja, uh, and it d- goes terribly, you know? Yeah. I think she... Doesn't she... Uh, re- doesn't that result in copies of... Matt's special amulet getting stolen by dark friends. No, that was a, that was not the house. That was the time she went down to the dungeons. Oh, that's right. That Matt was a different tried to masquerade time. Masquerade as a as a forsaken. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, right. Good the check. the one in the house that was that got a bunch of the kin killed. That's right. And and her her bodyguard, a literal hero of legend, had to like <laughs> lead an attack to save her and get a bunch of people killed. And then there was a time that she tried to take over uh, Kyrian, or she took over Kyrian politically, a nation known for assassinating. Monarchs and right, narrowly yeah. uh, avoided death at the you know butt of a poison needle. I guess yeah, right. At least she brought her bodyguard that time. Yeah, so she's improving. True. So that was Elaine's whole deal. Just My favorite Elaine moment though is when she bitched about not being able to be on site at the live artillery trip. <laughs> yeah, when she's pregnant and like confined to bed because of the other time that she threw her. Yeah, they, yeah. He made her watch it from another tower or something. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to look down the barrel when it fired. <laughs> How am I supposed to know what it does if I don't pull a face in the barrel? <laughs> uh. But my babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, my babies are invincible. Jumps on the cannon. I don't know. Olver <laughs> uh. uh. and Tamanis finally open Matt's letter, revealing that Camelin is about to be attacked by Trollocs. Like now. They probably could have used that information literally any moment earlier than exactly when they found out. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's how it goes sometimes. Thanks, yeah. Farron. Right? Uh, that was a that was a terrible miscalculation on Viren's part. Well, she she couldn't tell him until she was already dead, right? Right, but she because, I, because of her Black Aja oaths. But I guess she never thought in a billion years that Matt would last five minutes without That's opening true, that letter, yeah. right? Like he's kind of maturing to everybody's horror. <laughs> <laughs> Like, everyone's got these calculations that they're running with, like, old Matt, and now new Matt is, like, fucking up all their plans. <laughs> ah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Fail settles her beef with Berylaine, who has a hardcore Lady Wilner for Galad. And Lan basically spends the whole book writing to Tarman Gaiden, failing to not build an army under the Golden Crane. <laughs> yeah, right. When, like, the next 10,000 people join him, he's like, okay, 50,000 people, no more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nynaeve learns how to cure the taint madness on Ashaman, but kind of cozies up to Cat Swain, which is gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Min's rolling around with Rand, trying to solve the mystery of the calendar sword. And Bella is hanging out in Tarvalon, getting that real good White Tower Odage. <laughs> it's good stuff, yeah. Yeah. Also, Mazram Tame is leaning real hard into the evil overlord thing at the Black Tower, using mind control to build an army of evil murder wizards instead of the good murder wizards that Rand asked him to make. 
So I guess Rams could probably get on dealing with that. Yeah. Uh, at is, some point. This is really kind of out of control. That seems like a high priority thing, right? Like it's a bunch of murder wizards. Rand is like, well, you know, I got to go fix this, like this dock problem where there's like some, you know, some food that I can use my presence yeah. to like make the food not be poisonous or whatever. They're like, great. Okay. You're adjusting the drawers. You're fixing the hinges around the house, whatever. But you know, the kitchen's been on fire for six weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just seems like maybe you should, you should do something about that. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's everyone. I'm trying to think. Is there anyone, anyone we didn't cover? Swan and uh, Gareth Bryan got married. Oh, that's right. Swan and Gareth Bryan got married. Yeah, good. Those crazy kids are going to make it. And then uh, I guess I guess Morgays and Talonvor got married too. Oh, yeah. That's was, true. Was there another marriage? It's, they always come in threes, right? Uh, sadly, Egwene said that she would marry Dumbo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Would they, they actually get married? No, not yet. Because she's a two rivers girl, so if she wants to, you know. Bone it out. Rub, rub it out, yeah. 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 <laughs> What did we call him? Team Stupid Dum Dum? Yeah, Team Stupid Dum Dum. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> She's going to be Team Stupid Dum Dum by marriage. <laughs> oh, God. That's Mrs. Team Stupid Dum Dum to you, <laughs> sir. <laughs> okay, so now it is time to judge a book in the best way that there is to judge a book by its cover. This, so, this is a solid one, right? This cover is banging. I love this. It's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, we have a big old picture of Rand and his calendar sword. And he's, he's looking good. Oh, yeah, Michael, but, you need to check. Is that Daryl Sweet who did the art? It is. Yeah, it's the same artist. It is. Wait, okay. It's, it's uh, it's Michael Whalen actually. Okay. I think Daryl Sweet is the other one, isn't it? No, Daryl. It was Daryl Sweet. Michael oh, Whalen is a different author. Oh, yeah, it's a, a different artist. Never mind. Then it is a different artist. It's Michael Whalen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Michael Whalen did a bunch of. He's he's famous. He's he's one of the classic. Did a bunch of like dragon type fantasy novel covers. Oh, all right. He's very good. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. And that kind of yeah, it shows here. Like I love the pose. You know, I I've, I've been trying to think of what that sword pose is probably be be like. Uh, know, blacksmith wipes his forehead or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, T pose. He's T posing. <laughs> yeah, swords. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's fancy, man. Like, like he's he's dressed up real nice for the end of the world, yeah. isn't he? Love the thigh high boots. You know, you want you want to get your whole leg protected if you're going into Shiloh Gull. That's true. I, I do I, I do have to say, like you know, he's going into Shiloh Gull using his magic sword of the flashlight, like you do. Yeah. Um, but like, it feels like he's got an excessive number of swords, right? Like, he's got his magic sword, but he also has, like, two extra swords. I just... That just seems like a lot, right? Well, yeah, because one of them's... He, he's got that one magic sword that I guess we forgot how he got it. Calendar sword? No, no, no. The, that's the calendar sword is in his hand, but oh. also he has a, a power rod sword that, like, Avienda gave him or something? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. She gave him... Yeah, I think so. I think so. And then, she, then he had the hilt redone or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's cool. And he's got a dagger because, you know, what self-respecting... Uh, Andor man is not gonna is gonna be without his dagger. I'm just saying he has more blades than he has hands. So how's he gonna? Is, he gonna, is the one of them going in his mouth? Magic just, hands. <laughs> I mean, he only needs one then. <laughs> That's his. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe that pose should be called uh, "Hide the Missing Stump." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a good point. Totally forgot. Yeah. I forgot he's missing his hand. <laughs> yeah, that's, shit, that happened he's, too. He's, he's supposed to practice this pose because it really works. We didn't even notice. Yeah. One hand Rand. Yeah, one hand Rand. Oh man. Uh, Okay, no, I'm going to call this pose uh, hands in the air as though you don't care. Oh, that's good. <laughs> or hand in the air. I just feel like he's got a lot of swords for going to deal with the Dark One. I don't feel like the Dark One thing is going to be settled with a sword fight, but 
I mean, on the other hand, Brand has managed to turn a surprising number of wizard battles into sword fights. So. A, lot of, a lot of the reason that he wins these fights is because they don't expect him to do something as stupid as just sword fight them. <laughs> the, the Dark One's like wielding ultimate darkness and Brand just like stabs him in the nuts or something. Yeah, what? <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? For eternity. I can't believe this works every time. So you're saying he's going to pierce the Dark One's taint? That's correct, yeah, yeah. yeah. Penetrate the Dark One's taint with his... Uh, magical light. Yeah, and I assume they're going to Shilegol, and, and back there, I guess that's going to be Nynaeve and Egwene? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, yeah. Well, so Nynaeve... Or, or Moraine. Nynaeve for sure, right? But it, I assume it's going to be whoever is going to help him wield the Kalendor, right? Yeah, because he needs two ladies to, to help him, you know. Okay, so that's cool. I love it. The pose is great. This is a good one. Yeah, yeah. it's a good cover, I'd say. So... Uh, there's also... We, we have our intro. Uh, yeah. Our intro. Do you want to do the intro, or do you want to do it? Uh, you do. Right. And the shadow fell upon the land, and the world was riven stone from stone. The ocean fled, and the mountains were swallowed up, and the nations were scattered to the eight corners of the world. The moon was his blood, and the sun was his ashes. The sea boiled, and the living envied the dead. All was shattered, and all but memory was lost. And one memory, above all others, of him who brought the shadow and the breaking of the world. And him they named Dragon. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty baller. Uh, uh, maybe not great, though. Like, I don't, that sounds all like bad stuff, right? I'm so I'm still held up on the eight corners of the world. Yeah, you know what? There's it's a what you it's an octagon. Yeah, the world's an octagon. The world is an octagon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that song. The world is an octagon. Chapter the prologue by Grace and Banners Fallen. I kind of the wheel of time. And that's the only chapter we're going to get in this episode because this is a long ass chapter. Yeah, this is a classic. It, it's not the longest, but it is pretty long. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I meant to mention this. Uh, we have officially reached the point where the book is so big that it doesn't fit in my desk. Like, I have a, <laughs> a little cubby that I usually keep the book in while I'm uh, not reading it, and this one does not fit in that little cubby. Oh, I think it's you need too a big. Bigger desk. I think I need a bigger desk. I'm going to need a bigger desk just for this book. <laughs> right. Y'all, I was going through and I was doing our chapter breakup, so for our episode guide, and I thought that there was. Surely a typo in the table of contents when it was talking about page numbers because we have one chapter, the last battle that is over 200 pages. <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple of our uh, listeners have, have warned us about that and uh, we're going to have to figure out how to deal with that. Yeah, it jumps from chapter 37 starting on page 676 to chapter 38, which is on page 893. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. So, listeners, we'll be dividing that up into a few episodes. Somehow, yeah. Somehow. TBD. Yeah. yeah. But, for now, we're in a different long chapter, the prologue. Yes. We, we, I'm trying to remember, the, the prologues haven't been this long for a while, right? Uh, yeah, the like, last couple weren't as long as this, although the last big Jordan ones, I think, were super, super long. I think they were longer than this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it... Traditional Jordan prologue is yeah. in excess of 100 pages. It's a, it's a potpourri, a sampler. What's going on in the world? Yeah. So, um, we check in with Jared. Do you guys remember Jared? It's vaguely, yeah. He's, he's, so he's the husband of one of the people of who's... Elorian. Yeah. Who's one of the rebels. Who is that rebel that was like at the play with Elaine. It was like the lead rebel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's probably one. a dark friend or something. Seems likely? Hard yeah. to say. Uh, uh, and... And yeah, he's still out there, like fighting the fight, being a rebel. Oh, and dude, things, things are not good yeah. in his camp. He is wearing this rebellion thing real thin at this point. Yeah, like, dude, the deal is done, right? Time to eat some crow and step in line. Yeah, like even yeah, and like and Elaine's handing out foreign titles like candy. He needs to come in. Absolutely, right? yeah, he needs to get on, on this gravy train, right? The door is open. Yep, and he's 
they're out of rations and they're they don't have any reinforcements and they're probably not going to win a fight against the the army led by the wizard queen yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, elaine and he's like and he's also like a charming guide denier too he's like yeah i don't think it's the end of the world things yeah. seem fine yeah. meanwhile the metal everywhere is like fucking melting on yeah them. they, they yeah. got hit by a dark one bubble or just like the world falling apart things yeah. sucking all of their metal has turned yeah soft, it's like all wax. super like soft and is everybody's creeped out uh, and nobody's very happy, and so his men all just start deserting him. Yep. Uh, and they, you know, they, he, and he, he's not taking it very well. They do tie him to a tree. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like, honestly, that's better than I would have expected. I was expecting someone to, like, yeah, yeah, because the the point of view guy here is is like making a spear the entire time. <laughs> I was like, oh, that guy's that that spear is going in Jared. <laughs> yeah, Jared, Jared's about to get his, uh, a a homemade spear in the in the in the gut. Yeah, but they his men all abandon him and head north to where the winds are blowing from to the last battle. Yes. Yeah, and we're going to the last battle. You know. Yeah. Then uh, Talmanes is marching the band toward Camelin, which, as we know, is on fire. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. This is kind of a, like a, a little bit of an evocative scene, like this riding into Camelin with with uh, like the city literally being eaten alive by Trollocs. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Camelin is burning. The refugees are streaming down the road. Uh, he sees that the Trollocs are seizing the gates to keep everybody in and you know kill more people and eat more people or whatever. And he charges in. He's doing his job. Yeah. He is such a hero. Yeah. Oh man, Talmanis in this chapter. This is the, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, this is Talmanis' chapter for it sure. It is. The He's chapter. Yeah. MVP. Absolutely. We cut to Isam. Uh, Isam is waiting to meet a chosen in the town, which is the worst town in the whole world, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. This is not a place someone wants to be. Like, add this to the top of the list. Of reasons that it sucks to be a dark friend. This is your town. Yeah, this yeah. is it. Isam is sitting there thinking, like, I grew up here, and I hate this town. Yeah. Let, it, like, it makes Gary Indiana look like paradise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Isam is the is the is the dream killer. Like this guy who murders people with like dream magic, and he's scared of people in this town. Yeah. Yeah. It's right by Shiloh Gull, and it's full of those anti Aiel guys that we saw at the end of the last book, who wear red veils and and take them down to kill people. Yeah. yeah. I think they have like sharpened teeth or something it's like it's pretty messed up yeah and then next on the list of reasons it sucks to be a dark friend is that you're getting jobbed out by forsaken all the time because absolutely in walks moradin and uh right and he's like i guess that's who i'm here to meet and no no he's not moradin just keeps walking yeah yep nope moradin is just hanging out yeah and so it's sindane i think it is that it comes in and meets him and gives him some orders that's right mm-hmm. and, and 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 he's like well he, she's like why have you failed so much and he's like well you know kind of i've got like eight bosses <laughs> you know, and yeah. you guys are always ordering me around. It's like office space. You yeah, know? yeah. This it's is like, just a bad management structure. Yeah. He keeps getting jobbed out for Forsaken on whatever random bullshit thing crosses their mind. Then they forget about him, and someone else comes along. Yeah. Like, most recently, he was, like, tasked by Grendel to kill Perrin, right? Absolutely, yeah. And, and she's like, okay, well, ignore everybody else, because my job is the most important, so... so so that's so your problem is solved. But like, the next how many times has he heard that? Right? Yeah, right. They all say that, right? <laughs> yep. Did so I this time he's supposed to go kill Rand. He's like, I've had that job before. We'll see if I make it that far. Yeah. The next time the assistant regional manager comes through town, he's going to give him a new order. Yeah. <laughs> and and he has to take some of this like horrible evil Aiel with him. And he's not in charge of them. They're just traveling with him. He's yeah. Like, this is so I good. I think that we, I think we figured out who these guys are, right? Yeah. Like these they, are, it's but, not, it's, there's, there's a little uh, mini scene that happens where in comes a, a bunch of Black Aja and a bunch of Miradral. Yeah. With a, a 
someone they captured and, and he's, he's I think he says something like well they cop- captured another one so yeah I think these are the Aiel who go into the waste right? yeah the, the ones that can channel the Aiel men who go <clears throat> try and die in the waste oh. they get captured and then they use the 13 Mirdral plus 13 channelers trick to turn them evil yeah so, so like they call them some of the, they call some of them the talentless and I think that they mean the ones that can't channel mm-hmm so right. it sucks to be talentless. Yeah. So these guys are all like evil, crazy channelers, Aiel that have been turned to the dark. That's yeah. Evil. Yeah. Not great. Uh, yeah, and and yes, now he has to work with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> so so this is not not a great day for uh, Ethan. Yeah, his job sucks. Yeah. Speaking of jobs that suck. <laughs> yeah. Talmanis. Yeah, yeah. Back to Talmanis. Talmanis. Yeah, killing Trollocs and burning down the city, you know? Yeah. He's yeah. got shit to do and no time to waste. That's right. He, he beats the Trollocs at the gates and then he needs the mercenaries' help, so he goes off and gives them a stirring speech yeah. about the last battle. And so, all like, are you going to fight in the last battle or are you going to sit and watch and get hanged later? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he was wounded by a mirror draw blade. Right, which he killed. He yeah. killed a mirror draw. He did kill a draw, which is uh, not a, not a, I mean, it, we forget this because, you know, Rand, Perrin, Matt, Kilmer draw, like, by the right. dozens, right? Yeah, like, they, those guys are all prestige class. Tom yeah, yeah. Is, like, <laughs> is, like, basic class. Yeah, yeah, for, for a normie to kill a mirror draw is a big deal, and he even gets a special title for it, right? Yeah. What, what is what They is call this? him Dreadbane. Dreadbane, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a good name. I think that guy made that up, you know, like, cause he's like, you know, he knows he's going to die, and he's like, oh, yeah, in the... In Shinar, we call it. We call those. We call you Dreadbane. Yeah. Like, the coolest of the cool. It's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. That's I love it. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm not okay with Talmanis dying. I'm I, like I didn't have much feeling for him, but like he's grown on me up up to this point. You know, and this yeah. chapter just makes it more. Yeah, I remember this back in book uh, five or whatever when yeah. Matt first met Nalesian and Talmanis. I remember like. These guys are so cool. Yeah. Like, it takes books and books for them to get cool, but then they turn cool. Oh, I know. Harmonis is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, he, he's, yeah. He rallies so, the mercenaries to, to yeah. defend the gates. Yep. And so we cut to Lailwyn and Domon, who have snuck to the fields of Merilor and who are looking for Nynaeve and Elaine. Yeah. They, did, I'm trying to remember. Were they one of the, one, one of the people who, like... Got tucked into a storage c- container off in the corner. That's, and then, that's like, what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they followed the Aes Sedai to the White Tower or something like that, right? Yeah, right. It's like, well, goodbye forever, and they left. <laughs> yeah, and then now it's the, the last battle, so it's time to dust them off, bring them back out. Yeah, what are they up to? Oh, they're here. Yeah, uh, they they're sneaking in for their because uh, they want to basically join up and do their part. Uh, and Lailwyn wants to save Shanchan if she can. Yeah, she has some idea that she's going to fix the Shanchan Empire by revealing the hypocrisy of the Soldam Damane situation. But I kind of feel like that's just going to get her killed. Like, yeah, that's that's. I don't think the Shanchan are super interested in the truth in this situation. I don't, I don't think this. Yeah, I don't think they're in a position to be helped. Yeah. Nope. Um, but, but they run into another fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. Steel. Sleet. Well, wait. Is it Sleet or Steel? Sleet. It's yeah. Sleet. Sleet. Steel is probably his brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm Sleet. My brother is Steel. My yeah. twin brother. My, yeah. My my bigger twin brother is really cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is great. They, they meet up with Sleet, and Leyla does an Ilianer accent. I love it. Yeah. She just unloads with that Ilianer accent. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, uh, she uses that to get access to Nynaeve. And there's this little thing where apparently a bunch of warders are hanging around Nynaeve. Because they all have like a fanboy crush on land. <laughs> uh, she's like, I guess I better go send her to chop some wood or something to so leave me alone. Yeah, you know, she's like, oh, she's the one who married land. I, w- I wanted to marry land. You know, it's, it's yeah, fine. Probably, right? Yeah. It's, I think I thought that was kind of cute. 
But then Nynaeve chews them out for not ditching the male Adam, which was... Yeah. Right. For very good reason, right? Like She lets them off easy. Yeah. Totally screwed that up. Yeah. Like, Le- I don't think Leowen knew until this very minute exactly how badly she fucked up, you know? Um, but but I think that she gets it now. And for Shanti, that's, that's like a big deal, you know, if they're like yeah. honor-based thing. So. Yeah. She basically makes herself uh, the Da Kovale, the... Uh, the Property. Her property mm-hmm. of Egwene or of Nynaeve or of whoever. Yeah. And Nynaeve is like, screw that. We don't do that. But... Leowen wants to do it anyway, because... I don't know. Sean Chen. Sean Chen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but she's going to join up with Egwene and make up for it somehow and, and help Sean Chen and the world. Sure. I mean... I mean, what sure, whatever. That's fine. Maybe I maybe mean. the fate of the world will hinge on somebody being able to con a ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so back to Tom Yes. Yes. Uh, he's getting some Borderlander doctoring. <laughs> yeah. They put him, give him some herbs and some, some booze. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. They're like, it doesn't really stop the, the death from happening, but it makes it hurt less. Yeah, you're still dead as hell, but you're going to be, you're Dreadbane, Dreadbane now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dreadbane, come on. He's fighting his way to the palace. Uh, He's yeah. in a whole lot of pain, uh, but his plan is to get to the palace, use the Aes Sedai there to teleport to the dragons, yeah. the, the guns, because mm-hmm. they don't want those to follow to the, the fall to the Trollocs. Which Trollocs? I think is a little silly. The Trollocs, how would the Trollocs even know what they are? Well, they've got Mirdral with them, and Mirdral are pretty smart. Well, not. But if you've never seen cannons before, it's not like the most intuitive thing, I wouldn't think. Yeah, Uh, that's true. Unless they like found some people who did know how to operate them and kept them alive and tortured them. That's a good question. Yeah, Yeah. if a Mirdral, I mean, Mirdral are very clever, not necessarily intelligent, but very clever. But I wonder if they could like look at that and identify that it's some kind of weird weapon. Yeah, it's it's odd. Yeah, but that's that's the plan. Yep. Uh, throughout this section, you get like little snips of Tom Honest's understated humor, and I really, I just like really appreciate it. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just think I get along really great with Tom Honest. I think everybody does. Yeah, that's why he's so, he's so baller. Yep. So then Avienda is reporting her future vision to the wise ones. I gotta say, to their credit, they they don't do any of the predictably annoying things that people do like to try and deny it or like oh, I don't believe you or are you yeah. sure you saw what you, you know like they don't do any of that shit that's what most people was, these books do yeah. I thought it was very true to form yeah I, I, I appreciated it actually mm-hmm. right because um, it irritates me when things like go that direction it feels like a, yeah. a contrived but what the Aiel are about is how they, they how everything sucks and their lives are hard and so this kind of fits right in with that yep. Yep. that sounds about right yep, yep. let's uh, just stick with the moment so they determine that it probably all springs from whatever the deal is that Rand is going to propose tomorrow. Yeah, this seems like, uh, like, like, regardless of that, this seems like the kind of thing that Avienda needs to tell Rand, right? Like, this is information yeah. that's useful to him. Yeah, I wonder if, if Robert Jordan was writing this, she would proceed to try and manipulate him in some way that would super piss him off. Yeah. But that was old Rand and maybe old Avienda and, you know, old Robert Jordan. So <laughs> I wonder how it's going to go. Yeah, for sure. But also, something that occurred to me, they care a lot about honor. Isn't the honorable thing, like, if they saw in this vision that they win the last battle, and then the Aiel have a, a dismal future, isn't the honorable thing to just let that happen? If you're, if you're the most highest priority is to win the last battle, why go change something? Well, they, 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 they do say as much. They say the first, like, I think they say something like, our first priority is the final battle. But then that, you know, so yeah. I think, I think, I think that they, that is still at the front of their mind, but now it's like one more thing to worry about. Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny that Bayer decides to go guinea pig herself at Ruidium just to see 
if this is a one-off or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, probably could have come up with a, you know, a better way to go about that, but, eh, you know, yeah. I yield. What Dive right in. Yep. Uh, and Avienda is tasked to go, uh, I guess, sex it up with Rand to yeah. change his mind or yeah. something. She also suggests a way to test whether that future is set by uh, renaming one of her future children. Yeah. Did you hear the names of all of her kids? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. But it's it's funny because it was like in this moment I was pretty sure that Avienda's gonna die before she gets to name her children. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't know. That's like that's 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 my my prediction now. Like, yeah, wasn't wasn't there that prophecy about how Elaine was gonna have like four, four kids, children but, and two of them were not her, of her body? Yeah, were like not hers in some way. So maybe yeah. she's gonna adopt Avienda's kids. That's what I've been them. thinking. And, and and name them and lead to the fall of the uh, Aiel. Yeah, whatever you do, don't name them. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and all Elaine remembers is. Name them blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like thinking about something else, like, you know, jumping in front of like a... You know. <laughs> uh, she'd probably name them Caden and Aiden. Caden, <laughs> Aiden, Jaden, and Brayden. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Fucking Elaine. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Return to Talmanis. Yeah. Back to Talmanis. Now back to the good part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Just killing Trollocs and taking names. Yeah. yeah. Dalmanus' force is surrounded. They didn't make it to the palace. They're doing a sweet last stand. Uh, but then... You know, poison's burning in from the inside out. Yeah, but he, he's still like he's still able to fight. Fight to the end. Uh, but then he's rescued by Guybon, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember Guybon. Yeah. And, uh, and so they, they meet up and they're bros. And the Queen's Guard are not doing as well, doing so well either, though. They're having a rough time too. Yeah, they are. I think it's pretty bad for everybody. Yeah. Uh, turns out Dark Friends killed all the Aes Sedai who could travel, so that plan's gone. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Talmanis has convinced his guy <coughs> to abandon the palace yeah. and take the refugees to uh, that gate that Talmanis' men is still holding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's like, this place is fucked. Let's get out of here. Yeah. But oh, also... By the way, did you know I'm a Dreadbane? <laughs> Speaking of, do you guys have wizard healers? Because uh, you could use a little wizard healing right now. Yeah. <laughs> As he coughs up like black blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I think at some point around this point, he's like, well, my veins are turning black. Oh, that's, that's probably not great. <laughs> not a great sign. Not a great yeah. sign, guys. Uh, yeah. It, it's funny because Tom Minus is not like... Resi- he really doesn't want to die. You know, he's not like a... A resigned to his fate kind of guy. He's just like, I've got shit to do, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I also don't really want to die. So, anyone want to heal me? No? Okay, well, keep going. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then we cut to Andral, who is that, that Ashaman guy uh, with the, the apparently the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, it, the, the, you know, the Aes Sedai, what's her name? Pavara? Yeah. yeah. Is, is trying to do her stupid Aes Sedai games, but they don't really work on Andral. He's like, come on. Yeah. And they're they're plotting what what to do, them being trapped and all. And they they kind of figure that Tame is doing the thirteen and thirteen thing, the to turn all the enemies black Aja or whatever. Yeah, uh, I thought it was just straight compulsion, but I guess it could be that too. Yeah, I, I we don't really know much about what what actually happens when you do this thirteen and thirteen thing. Like we know it turns someone to the shadow. It does they, do they keep their memories? Do they keep their personality? Maybe it's a kind of advanced compulsion. We don't know how it works. I, I guess. I don't think it does because they were talking about when they talked about the red Aja they were saying like the lights are on but nobody's home mm. uh, that, yeah. that sounds like compulsion and, though right well they but they had to use the 13 to change them yeah yeah. so I assume it's the same kind of idea they become less than human right yeah, so be. like a, a drone or something like that yeah, yeah. interesting 
and that there's a whole lot of mysterious backstories going on in this whole chapter. <laughs> yeah. Andrew yeah. and his other his other buddies. Apparently, Andrew was like a resistance fighter in like a some yeah. some ancient rebellion or some old rebellion. Yeah, he's the one who he said they should do a whole book just about him, sure. right? Yeah. What's yeah. up with this guy? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah he's a rebel in Murindi. Uh, but he's also the guy who's from Tremalking, that, yeah. that island that nobody knows anything about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he just likes it. He, you know, he's really good at portals and he uses his portal powers to leather work. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does. He's a leather worker. But he, yeah, and he's the leader. Uh, he's reluctant about it. And Pavara's like, but you're not the strongest. That doesn't make any sense at oh, all. God, I was just like, <laughs> almost sprained my eyes rolling. <laughs> yeah, be more Isodai. Come yeah. on. Yeah, bring your stupid dick measuring hierarchy here. But they, they figure they can't wait for Loghain or Rand anymore. It's time to make a plan. Yep. Back to Talmanis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, got some bad news from the heel wizards. Yeah. Uh, his wound is too far about too far along for her crappy healing skills. I know. He's like, oh, what can you do about this? And he shows that half of his body is covered in black <laughs> yeah. corruption. Oh like, God. Oh. oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. No. Uh, is there any more brandy in that flask? <laughs> you know, top, top, bottoms up, right? <laughs> That's what I got for you. Yeah. Uh, he leads the band through the city towards the dragon warehouse. Um, they. Finally, find Aludra, uh, who is with a group of survivors and the dragons. Uh, they fight another band of Trollocs, uh, where wherein Talmanis becomes double dreadbane. Yeah, double he does. Dreadbane. I know he kills another uh, Mirajal commander just like in a suicidal rage. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I got no shits, no nothing to get, nothing to lose. Yeah, the, the Myrtle didn't expect somebody to, to not give as much, uh, not care as much as Talmanis does. Yep, he slices yep. his arm off and then his head. Yep. Yeah. I gotta say, like throughout throughout this chapter, like as they're going, all I could think was how badly Camelin is fucked, and like Elaine was already in a tenuous position. Now she's the queen who let Camelin get burned, right? Yeah, she took all of her her soldiers and her wizards to to uh, Kyrian, and then uh, Camelin got burned. I yeah, I was kind of thinking like we went through. Two or three books of crap about Elaine taking over this city, right? right. Uh huh. Coming to power, and then the first thing that happens is it just gets burned down. Yeah. yeah. What was all that about? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Good question. Yeah. It gets not, burned down while she's not even there. I know she's not even there. If she had been here, this probably wouldn't have happened, right? Because she's, yeah. you know, a super wizard. She could have just like blasted them all. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So uh, not great. Whatever. He makes some good jokes. Yeah. I, He's very clever. Yeah, I, I I do appreciate the the fact that Eludra was just like holding off the Trollocs with like a bunch of handmade hand grenades, it's like <laughs> blowing up. It's just like her on top of a barricade throwing throwing grenades. Hell yeah! It's pretty great. Yep. Matt Matt finds himself some interesting people, doesn't he? He does. Talmanis keeps thinking about like ah, Matt would probably do some brilliant stuff here, but I guess I'll just die. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I can kill another mere draw. Right. Yep. And yeah, he's really not doing okay. Yeah, things are getting pretty dodgy for Thomas at this point. Yeah. So then we go to Mogedian. Dude, I was listening to my my husband is listening to the books on tape, and there's two different people that narrate them. Mm-hmm. One of them pronounces it Mogedian. The other one pronounces it Mogedine. Mogedine. Really? Yeah. That's wrong. Uh, yeah, I know. That's, that's the wrong one. For we can sure. all vote. That's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Mogedian. Yeah, Magadine. We, yeah. we should find we should find out who that person is and go to their house and tell them they're wrong. I mean, they, we have their name. That, yeah, <laughs> we have their address. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, Road trip. I'm sure they know. I'm sure they've gotten emails. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should make sure they get another email from us. <laughs> yeah. Like they may not have heard from someone as famous as the Dragon Rewrites. So. <laughs> That's true. Uh, out there, if you're listening, narrators of the books, 
check us out at <laughs> patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club that's right so yeah mcgideon is summoned to meet with moradin in a dream shard or something yeah, so this is like a one-on-one with her boss, and this is a very hostile working environment, you know? This, this is a rough meeting, yeah. Yeah, you got a burning sea full of tortured souls, you have infinite agony, and your boss tears out your soul and puts it in a necklace. I just feel like yeah. she needs HR, you know? This, this <laughs> does seem like a like a stand-up meeting, right? Yeah. Sprint, sprint stand-up. Yeah. Get everybody it's like everyone, everyone's in the room, you know, guys, what are you working on? You right, know? Yeah, Morden is the product owner. Yeah. I, I may have laughed a little bit, though, like thinking about just looking down at the ocean and there's people who are endlessly, it's either people or it's like just an image of it but people endlessly drowning and every once in a while like a tentacle snakes up and pulls them down and then there's just blood we've seen a lot of like forsaken meetings and this might be the best one it's pretty intense oh I know right this is really great I mean there's the one I mean who was it that sat on a chair made of like people being tortured? Grendel. Yeah, it was Grendel. That was that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the one that was in like the ancient restaurant that like hadn't existed for ten thousand years or whatever. Yeah, the Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the fantasy Olive Garden. <laughs> when you're here, you're forsaken. <laughs> so so yeah, this is pretty good. This, this is great. Good. I really love this. And yeah, yeah, yeah it's like got lots of scenery. Solid. The, the yeah. ocean is also on fire for some reason. Yeah, the the ocean is both an ocean and a fire, and it's like hissing in you know, as it as it hits. It's, it's pretty great. Yeah, Magadian's wearing a, a spiderweb dress, but she's like, but it's very subtle. You don't want to overdo it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to overdo this, the spider webs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was just chewing insects. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. And more and Morden is different now. Like his personality is different, which I thought is very, very interesting. Yeah. So I guess yeah. he's chilling out. Or well, who else had a personality transplant recently? Oh, that's right. So you think Rand it's another did. parallel thing, Rand, right? He's connected with Rand. Oh. So like, I wonder how much of his instability was part of Rand's instability. Interesting. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I think you're right. Right. Huh. So now Rand has got it together. Now Moradin does too? Yeah, Mogadian says that the, this Moradin is actually scarier because he's so, like, on top of his shit, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Demandrid shows up and uh, Hesalina. Uh, and we do get confirmation, something that I think we, we've all suspected, that uh, Sindane is Lanfear. Yes. Yeah. Moradin went to the other dimension and killed her to get her free. Yes, which yeah. I guess that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very straightforward. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, H- Hesselin is apparently Grendel, who now has a new body and a new name. And is ugly. Yeah, yeah that'll show her. <laughs> That's part of her punishment, apparently. I guess, are any of the other Forsaken actually ugly? Uh, yeah, I mean, wasn't, uh, wasn't, what's his name? Um, the general guy. Wasn't he supposed to be, like, not, not like, really, like... No, he's like, fine, yeah. I mean, I think Grendel at one point thinks uh, he'd be a good-looking guy if not for that dumb scar on his face. Yeah. He has, yeah. He has a scar and he's... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. I think, you know... Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I guess not. I guess I guess there's... I, I guess if you were, you could use your magic to make yourself prettier, That's right? what I was wondering. This doesn't seem like that much of a punishment, because they... I think they're all pretty because they all have the ability to just be pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although, I believe that um, Lanfear specifically never did that. Like, it was... It was all natural or something like that. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And they all have a meeting. Um, Mazram Tame is there. So Mazram Tame is not Demandrid. So not Demandrid. Yeah. They're yeah. the same play at the same time. Oh, shit. Mazram Tame is really just Mazram Tame. I, He's just some asshole. I, I am honestly a little pissed off about that. Oh, yeah? Because I feel like it has been heavily foreshadowed that Mazram Tame is Demandrid. Okay. Yeah. They're always described the same way and they act the same. And, and Mazram Tame's... His actions don't make any sense if he's not Demandrid. Well, uh, unless he's, he's gunning for a, 
a spot in the Forsaken, right? I guess so, but he's, he's got a personal grudge against Rand. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's true. That is a very demanded quality. So, I, I don't know. That, that To me, that feels like a... <laughs> a red herring. Like, haha! I just changed the I changed the ending so that you didn't guess it, even <laughs> though it was set up a certain way. Yeah, I mean th- that's fair. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell. But you know, honestly, like Master Tame got you, man. You he know? did. I got tamed. Yeah, you got tamed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he gets a new promotion and a new name. Well, it's not really a new name. It's the name he's been calling himself all along. Mahale is his new Forsaken name. I'm surprised the other Forsaken don't think that's a dumb name because it just means teacher, right? Uh, is that what it is? I thought that meant like general or something like that. I thought it was just like teacher in the old tongue or something or, yeah. or leader or something like maybe, that. Maybe he doesn't know that. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you could be Mahale. Yeah, sure, you're a chosen now, Mahale. <laughs> nah. I don't, I, I don't think this really counts, you know? Like as a chosen, you got to be one of the OGs to be a real chosen. That's you know? what yeah. everyone else there thinks. But, you know, to uh, Morden's point, he did essentially like create the next generation of dreadlords right it's true i guess but haven't they said over and over i mean at least for the i said i don't know about the men but that they're nowhere near as powerful as they were during the age of legends when all the other forsaken are from well that's mostly true but we know that's not entirely true nynaeve is an exception rand obviously is an exception right yeah but they're all old blood yeah i I remember dreadlord was specifically a word for the channelers from the trollic wars that was after, like, many thousands of years after the Age of Legends. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, were not, they weren't, like, super, so, super wizards. They were just so like, Dreadlord is beneath Forsaken in the, yeah. In yeah. the hierarchy. Yeah, I, I think Dreadlords are just the male equivalent of Black Aja, and that's all it is, you know? Right. Right. Um, but yeah, Imagine Tame uh, is now, a, is now a, officially a Forsaken. So, you know, we were saying there's no upside to being a dark friend. I guess this is the upside of being it a dark friend. It finally pays off for someone <laughs> at the very one top guy. of the pyramid. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and man, he put in work too, right? He did, yeah. Yeah, he, he put in long hours. Yeah. And also, Mogedian is now going to work for Demandred. Right. And we end the scene with a little uh, Forsaken pep talk. It's like, this is the big game, kids. You know, if you've got your, you, you can have your schemes, but just wrap up the schemes. We've right. Got the final battle here. Everybody on deck. We're going to look at the bottom line here. Yep. <laughs> Then back to Talmanet. Yeah. yeah. This guy is just refusing to die. You know, yeah. he's got too much shit to do. He's on the very edge of death. Yeah. They are trapped against the city wall. Preparing to make their last stand. Yeah. And the city wall, of course, is teeming with Trollocs because the Trollocs have taken it over. And there, there are Trollocs behind them, too. They've got nowhere to go. And Talmanet has his last heroic idea. They turn the cannons around and blast a new gateway in the wall. Yeah. I give me the path to escape, and then he goes out. And then, yeah, no more Talmanes. Oh, yeah. I know. I was really hoping he would make it. He's not dead, right, guys? Like, he's, he's not necessarily dead. He could be. He could still be alive, right, guys? It could, it could still happen. It's possible. He seems super dead to me. <laughs> no, no, like, no, don't say that. Remember how everybody kept, kept looking at him and saying, dude, you're super dead. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he's when he was fighting that last Mirdral, he was like, the secret to fighting Mirdral is to be already dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I really don't want Talmanes to be dead, but it seems pretty likely that he's super dead yeah i don't see another way that, he, that he's not dead no he's going to be revived by uh elaine or nynaeve or something who's got super healing powers and he comes and comes to save him could That's happen. What's happen it could happen i hope uh, you know he's just really grown on me and now that i now that uh <clears throat> now that i like him like this if they take him away it's gonna really break my heart i think i so there's something that i've been interested to see since the series started which is the last battle is the last battle, right? It's climactic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it ends all the storylines. It creates a new age. It breaks all bonds. It changes everything. Like you do. So you, wh- one of the things about these books is that 
people don't die, right? Yeah. People never die. Sure. They keep going forever, even though they're in all these like violent, epic situations. Yeah. Is everybody gonna die in this book? It's uh, time for them to die if they're gonna die. Yeah. If they're if if any characters get killed off, now's the time, right? Yeah. In this book, you know, there's gonna be a huge battle. Like Leowin and Dolmon, they're probably gonna die, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Rand, Matt, and Perrin, I would say two out of three of them are probably gonna die. I think, like I said, I think Avian is gonna die, but maybe after giving birth to two children. But shortly after giving birth, to, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Swan uh, and Gareth Brine are gonna die. You think so? I think anybody who finds love is gonna die. Oh man, that's <laughs> that's bleak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rand is probably going to die, right? There's that whole prophecy about him dying for sure. I think he has yeah. to. I'm going to be a little disappointed if he doesn't, to be yeah. honest. He's yeah. bitch out. Like he's, he's going through dusty old prophecies. It's like, okay, prophecy one. The dragon will pass away at the end of time. Okay. Prophecy two. You are probably going to die, dragon. <laughs> prophecy three. Randall Thor, not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is, I'm not getting a bad feeling about these prophecies. Yeah. yeah. Loyal's gonna make it. I'm calling it. Elaine's gonna make it because she has to like raise future rulers and shit uh, like that. I know, I know, I know. right? Of it's all people, so right? So disappointing. Um, uh, gosh, who else is gonna make it? Egwene, Perrin, and Fahil. I think Egwene's gonna make it because she has to rebuild the tower. Mm. Perrin and Fahil are gonna. Well, Fahil's gonna punt. Is gonna die horribly and painfully <laughs> in a really well described scene <laughs> that like. Just goes on and on and on. <laughs> yeah, it's just like in horrible agony, Fael dies. Yeah. It's like, oh, Aww. Man, poor no, Fael. they're gonna. They're. I think they're gonna live, or Fael's gonna be pregnant and live because they have to like rule the two rivers or some bullshit. No, I, I think Perrin's going to accidentally kill Fael, thinking she's a Trolloc when they're oh, back in the two rivers. Oh god. <laughs> no. Oh, oh no. It that's where they got that from. The <laughs> only way that show could be worse is if it was a spoiler for the last. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the show, we're referring to it. Uh, you don't yeah. need to watch it. Yeah. It's, it's the very first. Yeah, yeah you don't have to watch it because we're going to watch it for you uh, and tell you all about how terrible it is. You're uh, welcome. Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Until until they cancel it, you know, we'll see yeah. how long it lasts. I think the only people who are going to survive are the ones who are going to rebuild the world after it's broken. Okay. What about Land and Eve? Yeah, they're going to make lots of babies. They got to re- they got to yeah. rebuild Melchior. They do. I guess, but he but he courts death like a suitor courts a maiden. <laughs> like it's, he's got to consummate that relationship, right? That's, oh, that's With a good death. point. It's they they've been hinting at it for since the book one, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'll, I'm curious. Yeah. 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 Me too. All right, that's it for this episode. Next time we're going to talk about chapters one through three of A Memory of Light. I am Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bennett Cafe on Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. And if you ask us a question, we can answer it on air. Please share us with anybody you think might like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this, especially iTunes. It really helps. Please find out how you can support us on Patreon or check out our sweet merch at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The the light light illumine you. you.